Welcome to the Book Smarts Business Podcast. Conversations with business expert authors to learn about the author, their expertise, and to help you find your next read. And now, here's your host, best-selling author and CEO of Influence Network Media, Jody Brandsetter. Misty, welcome to the Booksmarts Business Podcast. Excited to talk about Leadership Fusion with you. But before we dive into the book, tell us a little bit about you and what you do. First, Jody, thank you for having me today. I'm very excited for the launch of Leadership Fusion and working with a great group of authors has just been a lot of fun for me. So a little bit about myself. I've been in leadership for at least 20 years now in various different capacities, a lot of focus in the human resource side. My passion is around people development, just to improve the overall organization for efficiency purposes. I've worked in several industries, union, non-union, so I have a lot of fun stories. And, you know, that was part of the reason that this project was exciting for me was to really kind of capture some of those stories and share that. My focus typically in the business world is employee relations, succession planning, and then I do a lot of work with startup organizations as well. Wonderful. I mean, when I think about leadership, you have to put people right there with it because it's such a big part of an organization. It's the people that actually help the company be successful. So your background sounds perfect to be an author in Leadership Fusion. And tell me, I'm curious, what was it that drove you to say, yes, I want to become an author and yes, I'm, I'm going to be a part of Leadership Fusion? So specializing in HR, obviously, I've heard a lot of stories, seen a lot of things. And in jest for several years, I've made comments, oh, I'm going to write a book about that one day. Oh, that's definitely going in my book. And when approached about the possibility of actually writing and being an author, it was just very appealing to me just to have that chance to share what I have learned along the way. I've had a lot of great mentors and people that have really helped me and given their time for me to Develop. And so I thought this would be a great way to share some of the things that I've learned, some of the experiences, but also it's been great for me just to reflect and almost kind of refocus my priorities on what I want to do and my focus and just kind of giving me that time to think through that. And then being able to help others along their journey. Those are all things that, you know, were really exciting for me. And just to be able to say I'm an author. I mean, that's, that's a pretty cool thing to do. So. Absolutely. And we're going to make you a best-selling author. That's 100% the goal, which gives me goosebumps each time I say that. And whenever I talk to an author, it's always consistent about kind of scaling yourself to a way where you get to talk to more people, share your story, share your knowledge, and be able to do that in written form than who you can touch each day, which is kind of minimal compared to what a book can do. Absolutely. Yes. All right. Well, tell us a little bit about your chapter in Leadership Fusion. Kind of what what are we going to learn and and what are we going to take away from this? So in my chapter, I really focused on simplifying leadership. And so that doesn't mean that leadership is simple. And it's really quite the opposite of that. But my focus is on really getting rid of a lot of that noise and a lot of those things that just keep us busy so that we can really focus. So I say leadership is about evolving and adjusting to what is in front of us in order to move people and organizations forward for the better. So again, leadership is not simple, but I truly believe that that we can simplify many aspects of leadership so that we can really focus our time on what's important. And that's our team, that's our people. And that's really thinking of ways that we can move forward rather than just kind of sitting where we are and not making any advancement. 
you can't be stagnant as a leader. If you're stagnant, then nothing's happening, right? Absolutely. Yes. And I'm just curious, what are some of those items that you think we could be doing as leaders that can simplify our pieces? Is it, are you talking about like technology and process or or tell me a little bit more about maybe just a little bit about that simplifying piece that helps you then focus more on the bigger pieces of what leaders should be doing? Sure. So one of the things that I learned kind of the hard way sometimes when I look back is leadership isn't about being perfect. And early in my career, I just spent so much time trying to make everything perfect, spending hours and hours on reports that people may just skim through or not even read. And to me, I just felt like time is what would define me as a leader. The more time I put into something, the better it would be. And eventually, you know, I finally learned it's not just about quantity of time. It's really about what's important. It's what is the priority and really focusing on those topics, educating the team and making sure that they're aware, they're educated, they know the goals and then moving forward because otherwise you do, you just kind of stay where you are. You're stagnant, as you said, and then things don't get done. So for me, that was a big piece. And then also, you know, as leaders, a lot of times we think our job is to fix everything. So I would spend a lot of time on every single problem. How can I fix it? How can I do this? How can I make it better? And again, it took me some time to learn. I've got to bring my team in. I have to help them to be a part of it. I have to, you know, not just my team, but the customers I support, get them involved because they have great ideas. People that are, you know, on the front lines, they do it every single day. And so that was a big aha for me along the way is, and leader isn't being the one that has to have all the answers and fix everything. It's about, having the relationships. It's about knowing the right resources, when to reach out to them and when to bring those resources, you know, to the table. And one of the things I say in my book is leadership is like a roller coaster. So there's a lot of ups and downs. There's excitement, a lot of unknowns. You know, we kind of have that anxiety, but we usually have some fun with it along the way. And so for me, it's really about just making sure you're bringing the right people with you on that ride. Because again, it's not that it's simple, but we can really simplify the process and make our priorities our focus. One of the things I heard there was almost kind of being vulnerable, like showing your vulnerability to like your team, either through not trying to make that perfect report and being vulnerable that maybe there might be an error and be able to accept that error, but at least you got it out for people to then use the way they need to use it. Being vulnerable in the way to like actually not try to do it yourself and bring other people into the conversation when a problem is there. Because I'm someone who 100% wants to solve it myself too. And it is, it's like asking for help. And so being a leader that shows that vulnerability usually helps people want to actually be led by you. Yeah. I remember the first time, you know, I'm sitting there and I actually said, I don't know. Somebody asked me a question and that was so hard for me, but it was also kind of like the weight was lifted. And so the key is you don't leave it there, obviously. I don't know, but I know somebody that can help us. And so you're still guiding people. You're still helping them and, you know, developing, but it's okay if we don't know every answer, if we can't fix every problem, but it doesn't mean we stop there. We get creative and we figure out ways to make things possible. And to me, that's being a stronger leader than just being able to walk in, fix the problem and walk out. 
Yes. So you talked about that you work with startups. Are there any keys to a startup leader with being a good leader? Because a lot of startups are idea makers who have great ideas and they can, you know, kind of make those ideas a solution, a product, a service. But that doesn't always mean that they have all those leadership qualities to be a leader of an organization. So any tips for those startups? Sure. A lot of times what you find with startups is there's a solid business plan. There's the idea of the timeline, what we're going to need from a technology or supply chain. And then my question is always, okay, what about people? Who is going to do this? Who is going to lead this program? Who is going to be your face person? And so I really try to focus those business leaders on what the team looks like, what the team needs and why that team's important. They can have all the grand ideas in the world, but if you don't have the right team in place to lead and get that idea out there and run the business, then it's not going to be successful because, you know, it's about relationships and about how you work with people, connecting with your customers. And you can't do any of that if you don't have the right people with you. And so when I think about the book, it's your connection to the people you want to talk to. So I would would love to know what are some goals that you have for you now that you're going to be putting Amazon bestselling author to your title? Yes, I am excited to add the bestseller line to my LinkedIn. This was, like I said, it was my first experience in like a publishing type situation. And it just, it got me excited. It got me thinking about other potential things that are out there that I've had in my head kind of rumbling around like, oh, wouldn't this be cool to try this? Or, you know, through different experiences and different, you know, conversations with business leaders, there's a big need out there for people that need leadership advice and guidance and just really thinking through, you know, what that means. One thing that's really kind of sparked my interest right now is looking at youth and the leadership required for our youth and today's kids coming out of school and what that looks like. And so I'm just, you know, kind of thinking that there's a lot of potential in the future. It's also helped me, like I said, just in my personal and my current career in refocusing my priorities, reaching out to my team and spending more time with them and helping them development as well. So it's definitely been great for my confidence and just for, you know, my focus on what I need to do in my current roles. We had another author, Kimberly, who's part of Marketing Fusion. When she was writing her chapter, she was able to see the brand that she needed to have as a entrepreneur. And it was so cool to see that writing a chapter could impact her and her business. And I love hearing that writing your chapter has impacted you and your purpose and how you want to be a leader just by picking up a pen, which is also just typing, right? Because we now just type on a computer, but, you know, taking the time to get those stories out, get those thoughts out for you to then kind of almost that moment to like look at it and say, oh, have I been doing this myself? Am I portraying what I'm telling others to be? Or I didn't even think about looking at, you know, helping develop youth to become the future leaders of our country. So it's so cool to hear these stories coming out of authors and not, it's not just writing your chapter or your book. It's really helping you in other ways. 
Yeah, absolutely. When I think about leadership, what's really cool is you don't have to be in a business career per se. I mean, I do volunteer work, I sit on boards, and this has really helped me to think about all of those opportunities a little bit different and what I can bring to the table and and how I can help those organizations. So I would say for readers, you don't have to have the job title of leader or manager or anything along those lines, because there are so many other things that we do in our life, whether it's personal or just our everyday work life that really define us as leaders. Absolutely. Well, Missy, it's been wonderful talking to you and learning more about your chapter in Leadership Fusion. I'm so excited for it to come out on May 27th. If our audience would like to connect with you after this podcast, what is the best way for them to do that? I am active on LinkedIn, Misty Bruns, and would be happy to connect with anybody and just talk about what's going on and share some stories with our folks. Wonderful. Well, I'll make sure I put your LinkedIn profile in the episode notes. Misty, thank you so much for being a part of the Book Smarts Business Podcast. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to the Book Smarts Business Podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the show and share this episode with a friend. In the meantime, join our business author community where you can connect with other business authors and learn about becoming an author at authors.influencenetworkmedia.com. Until next time.